The following podcast is a part of RadioMisfits.com. And now it's time for the Mr. Nelson Show. Welcome to another episode of the Mr. Nelson Show. Uh, I'm Lefty Tarrington, sitting in for uh, Mr. Nelson and, and and my co-host, Red Neckerton, because at the time of this taping, they're busy watching the Roseanne Show. Oh, God. Roseanne Barr, what happened to you? How could you do this to America and to women? You were... You were considered a feminist icon. Now, you're just a propagandist dude for the Trump White House. And I mean, you know, I've been getting some crap from certain people about all this. It's like, hey, what's the big deal? It's a full ensemble show. There's only really one character who's pro-Trump on it. Yeah, the lead character, Roseanne. Plus, come on, it's totally unacceptable to allow anyone to give even the slightest fraction of acceptance and normalization to the Trump presidency. It's just unforgivable. Oh, mark my words. I don't care what the ratings are. This is probably just Russian bots. But mark my words, this show is going down, and it'll see the sad end to a once great career. So that's yet sad. Um... Boy, they're still not back. <laughs> uh, well, uh, don't worry, folks. I'll carry on. Uh, let's see what let's see what Nelson prepared for the show today. Oh boy, no, I don't care about that. No, no, no. Oh, that's interesting. Oh yes, here we go. Of course, uh, the wonderful heroic FBI man Andrew McCabe was forced out by the evil forces of Trump. But think about it. It wasn't just him. He also had a wife. Yeah, and she was used as he tried to run for office in order to support an expansion of Medicaid. And what's Medicaid for? It's health care for the poor. I mean, what's the hate about that? So she wrote an op-ed in the in the uh, Washington Post, I believe it was. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's got to be what that was. Yeah, the Washington Post. Of course, another target from the disgusting Trump. But uh, we'll get into that later. But here's a part uh, that I thought was very touching. It really touched my heart. Uh, She writes, After the 2016 election, I thought for a while that it was all over. At least now, the president-elect Trump won. Well, he didn't. He was, you know, the Electoral College. But anyway, he would stop coming after us. How naive that was. After then, FBI Director James B. Covey was fired. We knew that Andrew would be the next target of the president's wrath. And that's exactly what happened, yeah. Then the president started tweeting about how the contributions to my campaign made it clear that Andrew and all of the senior leadership at the FBI were corrupt and that he should be removed. It went one step further in the days before Christmas. Oh. Not even at Christmas time would, would Trump let up on his evil now. Uh, it, uh, day before Christmas when the president made threats related to my husband's retirement. I have spent 
countless hours trying to understand how the president and so many others could share such destructive lies about me. Ultimately, I believe it somehow never occurred to them that I could be a serious, independent-minded physician who wanted to run for office for legitimate reasons. They rapidly jumped to the conclusion that I must be corrupt as part of what I believe to be an effort vilified to suit their needs. You know, Jill McCabe, Dr. Jill McCabe, I... You know, you go, girl. You go, girl. I just, I feel for you, and we support you, and we will never forget what this orange, haystack-headed monster did to the law enforcement community of the FBI. We won't. We won't, girl. You go, girl. We got your back. Got her back. I mean, how good is it? Oh, my God. Oh, uh, what, what's this? Oh, uh, Jill McCabe. The, yeah. Yes. Uh, she's, Don't worry, know, I've already covered it. Her husband getting the boot and, uh, exactly. and losing his uh, pension. Yeah, very sad. And, of course, now he's got to go to court, try to get it back and all that. Right. Well, we can move on. And, I covered uh, she it. She says she's, all she wanted to do was make the country better when yes. she ran. And never mind uh, the support she got Don't from worry, the I told Clinton camp. Truth. Uh, for her run and whatnot. Let's move on. Uh, and how that creates a problem of why Andrew should not have had anything to do with the investigation into Hillary's email. No, uh, no that's... Really go into no, that. come on. Uh, that's just ridiculous. Let's it, see here. Oh, stuff. yeah. Email communications recently revealed by the FBI in response to a Freedom of Information Act request show that uh, oh, Deputy man. Director Andrew McCabe may have violated the Hatch Act no. and corresponding department regulations pro- prohibiting political activity during his wife's 2015 campaign for the Virginia Senate. No, According no, no. to guidance it's, from the DOJ's just, Departmental just, Ethics just, Office just under... Uh, well, I'm not going to read the whole thing. <laughs> yeah. Well, see, you're uh, trying to cover the truth. 5 CFR uh, 734.101-702. There you happy, Lefty. Well, FBI employees are forbidden from engaging in political activity while on uh, duty in a federal facility wearing a uniform or official insignia or such as those at the it's FBI, may not use any email account or social media to distribute, send, or forward content that advocates for or against a partisan political party, candidate for a partisan political office, or a partisan political group. At all times, further restricted employees to may not post links to websites created by or leading to information created by a political party, partisan candidate, or campaign. However, the email communications released by the FBI showed that Mr. McCabe did precisely that no. during his wife's Virginia Senate campaign. For instance... In an August uh, 19th, 19th uh, 2015 email from his FBI email account to That's an undisclosed recipient, he wrote, Jill has been busy as hell yeah, since okay. she decided to run for the Virginia Senate. Uh, long story. <laughs> Check out her Facebook book as Dr. Jill McCabe for Senate. And in November oh 1st, God, 2015 email from his from this, uh, same FBI, uh, FBI email account to an FBI employee, McCabe wrote, I'm so proud of her. She will do a great job for Virginia if you she see, gets elected. He's just, yeah, he's just well, proud of yeah, his wife. What's wrong with uh, that? Little niceties and stuff, but still... It's a violation of the rules. That's right. But since he oh, oh, uh, looked the other way while Hillary violated yeah. far more serious rules oh, several no. times over. Oh, yeah. yeah. Maybe it's understandable, huh? <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, come on, really. Oh, boy. Uh, meanwhile, the political stuff. organization of Virginia nothing. Governor Terry McAuliffe, an influential Democrat with longstanding ties to Bill and Hillary Clinton, gave nearly $500,000 to the election campaign of the wife of an official at the Federal well, Bureau of Investigation who later helped oversee the investigation of Mrs. Clinton's email use. Uh-huh. So there you go. No. Uh, all kinds of corruption uh, here. No. Uh, stuff. Yeah. Just, 
should have had the sense uh, to turn it down or not deal with it, or at the very least uh, for McCabe himself to uh, recuse himself from any investigations into the class. That's all he had to do, but he didn't because they needed him there to protect her because Hillary is a crook. No, no. That's the truth. disgusting. You know, Look what's been happening. You know, just today we had that YouTube shooter. And this is all in the era of Trump of all these people being murdered. By people who are just, you know, going crazy because they're following Trump's example. It's just outrageous. God damn, that's just plumb stupid. Yes, voting for Trump was plumb stupid. God God damn, that ain't (laughs) what I said, you little bastard. Uh, Well, uh, the YouTube headquarters shooting uh, just happened today, uh, the day we're taping this for tomorrow's show. Um, yes. Which is now today, if you're listening to this, <laughs> time travel is confusing. Uh, but uh, the details, as I've always said with these things, we don't really know what happened just yet. The latest I had heard is that it's a woman who was uh, well. seeking to gun down her romantic rival. Oh, uh, man. Uh, she lost Ooh. her boyfriend to this woman, and she confronted her there at this party, at the office party, at the YouTube. Oh, my God. And uh, opened fire. Uh, injured people. That's all I know, but then that completely changed. But so far, it's standing that the shooter was female, and that's really all we know. Uh, uh, with these things, I always say, uh, give it a few days <laughs> before you yeah, jump but, on it. But of course, what? with people like Lefty Turnington, we oh. immediately have to go to some sort of uh, political narrative in it. Yeah. And we don't even know what happened. That's right. We know yeah. enough. A gun was used, and guns are the problem. Boy, you can all just blow it off if you want, but come November, boy, things are going to change. What? And you're going to be found wanting, and then you will learn your lesson. Yeah, well, I'm not so sure about that. But I am gun banned now. Gun banned now. No. Gun banned now. I mean, hashtag gun banned now. Get on it, people. Come on, we can make this happen. God damn. Yeah. Uh, well, let's take a look at uh, recent comments on a possible gun ban from uh, Senator Doug Jones. <laughs> What's funny about that? Uh, from uh, Alabama. He's a good Democrat. This should be good. Oh, good. I'm not sure I can go that far just yet, uh, George. Uh, we've got to get done what I think can be done right now. Let's rich reach across and within our own party to do those things that we can do. Uh, and that, that to me is where I want to focus. I really don't believe that a gun ban is feasible right now. Oh, and I think that there are things that can be done what? that we need to look at. And I think I outlined most of those uh, in my speech on the floor uh, last week. Oh, oh my yeah. God. What in the world is going on here? The truth. Shame on you, Doug Jones. Oh, How can you do that? Shame. Shame. Well, Lefty, uh, Doug Jones realizes a certain reality here. Uh, you're, you're not going to get far on an idea that uh, you just criminalize millions of innocent people oh, for the actions yeah. of some lunatic. Uh, Meanwhile, you're giving cover to the authorities uh-huh. that uh, just sat around and did nothing yeah. and looked the other way even when there were right. warning signs. Where? And even at the moment of the shooting, again, they sat around and did nothing. But, and you're yeah, going to give cover to that while at the same time demanding more power for what? For what? Yeah. Yes, the authorities. Right. So... Yeah, that just doesn't add up. Doug Jones understands this. You don't. No. Yeah, but he's still a Democrat, so you can't trust him. I'm getting so sick of this. You know, you're going to all learn a terrible lesson come November. And and overall, even before that, just talk to Laura Ingram. Boy, she's learning a lesson the hard way, isn't she? Yeah, that's right. You're the type of people 
who would just completely entrench a child, a child who survived this horrific event. And oh, but all you care about is your guns. The, the, you just can't see how terrible this activity is. But boy, does that speak vibes of just what type of people you all are. And she apologized. Yeah, I don't care that she apologized. She should still lose her show. That what? should never, ever be acceptable. Never. On Sunday, Parkland survivor Kyle Kashuv pointed out that CNN contributor Joan Walsh had been attacking him via her Twitter likes, no, liking on. a series of tweets that targeted him personally. No, Tweet no. like this. Uh, Shame on you. I lost my daughter in this massacre. This has nothing to do with ego or politics for me. You clearly are being handled and pushed to take an opposing view. Well, Did you lose a family member in this? Do not judge those who did. And this was uh, directed towards Kashuv, who uh, <laughs> was a survivor at the school, so acting like he doesn't understand it uh, is a bit much. Anyway, uh, Joan liked this, and uh, he said, hey, just so everyone knows, CNN would never take a side. And, of course, there's Joan well, Lord, is this the right side. So Walsh responded by insulting Kashuv. He said, what? She said, I'm sorry, uh, good luck handling your stress. Oh, well, now oh, this is boy. worse than what Laura Ingram did where what? she was mocking David Hogg being rejected or calling him whining about being rejected from that's, colleges. No, that's, uh, that's, here, that's, uh, Joan lifted. Walsh is mocking Kyle Kashuf's uh, handling stress uh, from surviving a gun massacre. Yeah. So oh. uh, now, if uh, like I said in the last episode, if it's good for the goose, it should be good for the gander. But apparently, under the rules, it's not. So I guess if, I suppose you should head for uh, CNN's advertisers, uh, T-Mobile, no. Geico, yeah. Progressive, people like that, no, Nutrisystem, and tell them, "Hey, I don't like this." Uh, if, right. uh, Joan Walsh it's is still old. a part of CNN, then, uh, you shouldn't advertise for no. CNN. So I guess that's the way it should be. Because no. as you stated, Lefty. What? It should never, ever be acceptable. Calm down, Lefty. Holy crap! He's losing it! He's losing it! We are currently experiencing technical difficulties. Please stand by. This week on The Passing of the Crabs. Pack your bags and get out, Kelly. We're through! What? Because of you, I've suffered the indignity of a crab infestation in my nether regions, you backstabbing whore! What? 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 How do you know those crabs came from me? I mean, I've seen the way you look at Melanie! Don't bring my secretary into this! I know it was you, because I had one of the critters analyzed... And your DNA was found in its blood. But, but, that's crazy! I... I don't believe you! No, it's true. The lab matched it to your DNA from your pubic hairs I got from one of your panties you left lying around, you lazy cow. You... you bastard! <laughs> Join us all next week for TV's number one daytime drama, The Passing of the Crabs. Followed by The Thirsty and the Ratchet. 
Say, friends, check out Nelson Theater at Selfie.com slash Nelson. Yes, there you'll find my poor man mystery science theater treatment of public domain movies that really deserve the treatment. Yes, you can head over there and check out the links to my trailers to such films on my YouTube channel. Yeah, you can preview them and then head over back to Selfie.com slash Nelson and purchase yourself some Mr. Nelson treatments of movies. I'll be right there to guide you through it. And now, back to the Mr. Nelson Show, here on RadioMisfits.com. Welcome back. I'm here with uh, my co-hosts from uh, the Rob Saul Show. Rob Saul, of course, who's been on the Nelson Show. And uh, uh, Mike Cruina, uh, who uh, rounds out the show. Yes, he. Uh, we just came off of uh, doing a live uh Live show on air with Doug, where uh, Mike Carwina was uh, on exceptional behavior tonight. Uh, I got it. Got a little bit dark. Uh, yes. That that it did. You know, I don't know how I feel about it. I wonder, yeah. when Doug starts getting uncomfortable. I mean, I, I, <laughs> well, what's that supposed to mean? That was that was, that was a first for me. Tell <laughs> me, like, like, what are you doing, like, through the microphone? Yeah. The only other time, Doug, I, we recorded a bit before we were on video. We were just on radio, and uh, as where we had my mom on the line and my ex girlfriend, and Doug hosted it. But I wrote all the questions, and Doug, Doug just had to read them. And a lot of them were sexual questions, and he would have to be asking my mom them. And it, and he was like, when we were done, he's like, that is the most uncomfortable I've ever been doing. <laughs> <laughs> he was asking my mom like what my favorite sexual position is <laughs> yeah Joe yeah. coming a close second Doug <laughs> yeah so I think that's why I decided we needed to have a fresh talk yes oh yeah it's a fresh oh, talk yeah now fresh talk for the Mr. Nelson audience uh, that's what they call the meetings at the restaurant that uh, Mike and I work at where uh, you really have a powwow and go over things that are going on and Things that need to be worked on and areas of opportunities. Well, that sounds very, very good. Oh, Lefty, yeah, Lefty's back. Uh, he, he, Lefty approves. Yes, you, you know, everybody needs to get together and kind of hash it all out so that there's no possibilities of any offense going on, and everyone can uh, get their work done and be happy about it. Oh, Lefty, you need to go to one of these fresh talks then, because there's always a a guarantee some will be offended. In. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that sounds like I should be there to set people right, you know, set them straight. If they uh, if they film these uh, uh, fresh talks for the mainstream media, we'd all have uh, lawsuits and feeling hurt, uh, feelsy hurt, uh, uh, money civil suits going on in there. Well, that's their right. Nothing wrong with that. <laughs> hey, hey, is that Rob? Is that Rob in there? That's right, Red. We're talking to Rob and uh, Mike from the Rob Sell Show. Hey, 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 Rob. Hey, man. Uh, that was me. You called in. Yeah, yeah. I recognize your voice, Red. Uh, very great call. I, uh, I appreciate your, uh, your, your wise insight into social media. Yeah, that's right. That social media, which ain't sociable at all. Now, now what do you mean by that? Well, goddamn it! Every time you post something. Praising probably the greatest president who ever sat in the White House since the word president was, was made up, Donald Trump. Oh, God. Uh, just, no, I can't. I can't even. What? Can't what? Accept the truth. 
God damn, everybody knows. But anyway, Rob, everybody loses their mind. They start blocking, and then they go to your employer and tell them they want them fired, and they want boycott all that crap over nothing but a simple praise of the truth. I tried to be like a middleman. Like, you know, you have lefty on the show and red. In my life, I tried to be the middle because I'm like, you know, I don't hate Trump, but I, I think he's a little off and uh and goofy uh but i don't want hillary president either and i think they're all lunatics but so my, my whole take was to stay in the middle but then both sides fucking hate you everybody's gonna hate you so i, I tend to lean more towards the trump supporters because they're a little more rational than the, yeah than the left. yeah that right i can't believe what i'm hearing here we have a man in the white house who called other cultures that have a population of people of color shittles my god and, and lefty is a prime example. You say, if I tell a, uh, you know, uh, somebody on the right, you know, wow, you know, Trump's a little goofy and tweets too much. So probably, ah, maybe, but he's doing this and whatever. And, you know, give me a counterpoint where if I say, you know, well, Hillary did this and that, then you're just screaming, you're a sexist. You're, I mean, yes. Just, uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I, what's your point, Rob? I mean, come on. All of that. It's true. You can't deny that. I do. It ain't true. He's a good man, a good family man, and he's setting things the way it's supposed to be after eight years of that. Well, yeah. Well, what? What? What were you going to say? Say it, Red. Say it. No, you shut up, goddammit. Oh, boy. This is my life, gentlemen. Uh, I can imagine what it's like in, in, in your head in the, in the bedroom. <laughs> oh, <laughs> well, well, wait a minute. What do you mean by that? Do you, do you two sleep with Doug? Holy shit. <laughs> here I thought you was a normal one, Rob. What the fuck? Oh, right, that's it. I'm out. Right. Nobody makes sense. God damn it. Red, it's just a joke. It... Well, Red often uh, gets upset and leaves. Yeah, well, yeah, now we know who could take it. Well, Lefty, you live for arguments and gripe and groan, so uh, without it, you couldn't breathe. I just... You see what I have to deal with, Rob? Um, yeah, I see what Doug has to deal with, but <laughs> I, 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 you know, but I, I do have a, an idea. We learned on the show tonight that, uh, Mike Carwina is a, uh, a Barry Manilow fan and, and it's, oh, oh, yes. It, <laughs> I, I knew good for like you, that. Mike, that it, it, the man's a genius. Just genius. Yeah. I love him. I feel like that you yeah. should go out on a little, a little buddy hangout and go see uh, Barry Manilow together. Yeah, I'm down. Barry Manilow with anyone. <laughs> yeah. What's your favorite Barry Manilow song? Uh, well, of course, this Michael. Then this, the, of course, I mean, I mean, everybody rolls their eyes at me, but it's like a Copacabana. It's just like it, it. It's it should be a national anthem at this point. I mean, come on, let's be honest. Wow. That's yeah. I don't know. Mike, I'm sure Michael would agree. Most definitely. Yeah. I, I, I'm prone to Mandy. Mandy's a good song. Mandy's oh, yeah. So yeah. is uh, Looks Like We Made It. Oh, <laughs> my God. Oh, God, yes. It's a, that was probably the song that uh, if Hillary would have won, it, it would have been triumphant. She would have came out on stage to that. Oh, my God. That's, oh, God. That, what about that's, that's so beautiful, Rob. I, 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 you need a moment, Lefty. Yes, I'm He's still crying over the looks like we made it uh, scenario. Oh, boy, because it just brings up bad memories for Lefty on that day, you know. 
Oh my god, I could see him. He's probably one of those ones. The, the most hilarious videos are watching the, uh, <laughs> the far left reactions crying when they announced him. It, it was just pure <laughs> collapse. That Hillary chose her victory speech in a room uh, that that had a glass ceiling so that she could shatter it. <laughs> but it turns out that she just slapped her face on it real hard and slid right back down. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it's too bad Lefty wasn't here to hear that. <laughs> I think he just destroyed your date with Lefty to go see Barry Manilow. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Poor Hillary. Her big day didn't happen. I know. And then the next day, that, that, that brawl that played her on Saturday Night Live came out all serious. I know. It's Saturday Night Live, and you do that. What would she play? One of those. Uh, 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 oh, Hallelujah, or something like that from that. <laughs> yeah. Which, uh, you know, Red was saying, Yeah, Hallelujah. <laughs> hallelujah. <laughs> hallelujah. We didn't elect a, a crook. <laughs> yeah, that bitch is dead. <laughs> uh, wow. But, uh, yeah, then Hillary does all these little tours and stuff, and she's basically blaming all those people who cried for her for not working hard enough to get her elected. <laughs> yeah, I read she did an appearance at a college uh, and got paid $25,000, but a week earlier they paid $32,000 for Snooky. So she's got yes. a, lower, a lower rate than Snooky. <laughs> ah, I think that's appropriate. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, it's, it's it, those, those videos are just my favorite watching. Uh, oh, it was just such man, just gold after gold after gold. I don't know. I don't know if you were. Did you watch the uh, the compound media coverage of that night? <laughs> no, nah, I didn't have compound at the time. I don't oh, think. God, did you miss out? <laughs> oh, geez, that was hilarious. Because, I mean, and myself included, I expected Hillary to win, you know, and we're just sitting there watching this. Oh, yeah. I and then. Shocked. And then when the map started changing and started looking like he had a shot, uh, Nick DiPaolo was there, and he started getting so nervous, he started pacing back and forth because he didn't want them to dangle that carrot of a Trump victory and then whisk it away at the last minute, which is what he expected. And he just yeah. <laughs> he couldn't stay seated. He was so nervous, and then sure enough, you know, it was obvious he had won. Yeah, he went pretty fast, too. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's just one state after another started to fall. But it just the shocked look because on those because they had told him there was no possibility he could win. You know, I don't think he thought he could win. I, yeah, <laughs> I don't think so either. I think nobody was more surprised of a Donald Trump victory than Donald Trump. Yeah, Donald Trump must be sitting there. You got to be fucking kidding me. What uh, now? What do I do? I mean, I got to actually go and live in that shithole. Oh yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> dump. You know, oh shit! Live in the Trump Tower. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sure the Trump Tower is a lot better. Yeah, he loves his can trips we, to Mar-a-Lago. And, all right, I'll yeah. move there. We can rename it the Trump White House. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, he'd probably want to remodel it and have a giant golden tee on the front. Yeah. yeah. I heard that he wanted to call it the N-word house when Obama was in there. Oh, wow. boy. Hey. Oh, <laughs> Look at me laughing at my uh, own This is fresh talk, uh, Rob. <laughs> that, right. That's not that we frown on that here. A fresh talk for my uh, repulsive behavior. Yeah, on the oh, Rob. That's song. right. Yeah, we we don't joke about children. Yes, <laughs> especially when their father sitting. The next father to- is sitting right next to you. 
that's not even the worst. It's that I made a joke about the person sitting next to me's children. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah I just. So it, it was uncomfortable and very stupid. <laughs> but you took it very well. You didn't get angry at all. Which well, left- he's Rob Saul. I mean, if he was my size, <laughs> you'd be in the hospital. Keep making these jokes. Um, so it just got worse and worse and worse. I figured the initial initial uncomfortable, uh, uncomfortable moment would lead him to believe that uh, maybe we should just change the subject. <laughs> change the subject. Uh, subject he brought it right back pulled me right back in yeah yeah well sometimes uh when when someone with a a speech impediment sometimes they have thought impediments as well yeah yeah (laughs) and they get tripped up on them and end up repeating the same dumb idea by the way if you want to listen into what we're talking about you can see uh the rob saul show on the gonzo podcast network that's right gonzopodcast.com you can see everything except me because I'm yeah. invisible. Invisible. Our invisible man of mystery. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Uh, Rob, uh, next time, wear a pair of pants around the house, okay? Because uh, you never know when I'm there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, putting that's on really pants creepy. is such a chore for me. <laughs> it's yeah. my house, goddammit. There's half the times where I'm sitting in studio doing a show and, and, and he's not even wearing pants. And I'm like, what the fuck are you doing, man? <laughs> but I don't complain because never mind. He just, he, he just looks over at you. What are you jealous? <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> ah, well, OK. Well, I think we all learned a powerful lesson for this fresh talk and uh, not to. uh uh, to go into creepy jokes. We don't want to become the creepy uncle. <laughs> no, we don't. And so we all learned a powerful lesson. And Very that's, powerful. That's that's what's good. Yeah. <laughs> so, so check us out uh, Monday Nights Live on the Gonzo Podcast Network, the Rob Saul Show. And uh, I'll be there too, uh, spiritually and uh, vocally, but not visually. Other than my cartoons and artwork and whatnot. Pretty soon. Yeah. I'm, I'm just waiting for somebody to install this video card that the network. Yeah. I, I just figure if I try to do it myself, I'm going to fuck everything up. Fuck yeah. <laughs> well, maybe, maybe Christmas. Maybe by Christmas, uh, <laughs> Santa Claus will put it in. Yes. <laughs> All right. Uh, I said it would be a short thing, so I figure I'd let you guys go so you can go do whatever you kids do. <laughs> Thanks for having me on the show, Doug. Now I can stop harassing you on the Rob Saul show uh, about it. Yeah, yeah. Although, again, uh, harassing me was nowhere near as disturbing. (laughs) (laughs) It certainly wasn't, which means (laughs) now know that you got off easy. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, it was good having you on, Mike. And uh, we'll do this again at some point because I'm sure we'll need another fresh talk. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, we probably will. (laughs) With a show like Rob Saul's. (laughs) All right. Good night, guys. Good night. Good night. Bye-bye. You're listening to the Mr. Nelson Show here on RadioMisfits.com. 
like the sound of my voice? Yes, you know you do, and you want to hear it in the best way possible. So why not get yourself some headphones and accessories from Tweaked Audio? Key features include eight colors and styles, mic'd and non-mic'd versions, designed to sound great for music and talk. Noise-reducing design with a lifetime warranty. So head over to tweakedaudio.com and use discount code Mr. Nelson at checkout for 33% off and free worldwide shipping. That's Mr. Nelson. M-R-N-A-I-L-S-I-N. It's not case sensitive, but it is all one word. That's tweakedaudio.com. Sally, I told you you needed to lose at least 25 pounds, but since our last visit, you've gained 10. I know, Doctor, but no matter what I do, I just can't seem to fight my compulsion to eat. Hmm, well, perhaps you should try slip-through. Slip-through? What's that? Why, it's the latest in diet pill medication. Utilizing the slip-through treatment, you can eat whatever you want, and you won't gain weight. In fact, of course, you'll lose it. Oh, well, give me it. Well, now, wait. Ah, there. Of course, there are certain side effects, uh, including, oh, anal leakage, uh, projectile diarrhea, and, of course, your bed sheets will look like an empty pizza box. Wait, what? Well, you got to understand, as the slip-through denies your body its ability to store fat, well, it, the food's got to go somewhere. So, of course, it slips through. Oh, you mean, oh, oh. Ah, it's working already. Slip-through, available at Walmart, Walgreens, CVS, and other fine pharmacies. Warning, slip-through may result in projectile vomiting, projectile diarrhea, anal linkage, bleeding urine, bleeding eyes, uh, organ failure, and memory loss. You have been warned. Where could I get a shirt like that? <laughs> oh, you need only look at the Mr. Nelson stores and shops. Stores and shops? You mean there's more than one? That's right. You see, you can go to the Mr. Nelson store at Zazzle.com where there's all sorts of hats and shirts and sweaters and other good things like that with all kinds of Nelson art. And of course, the Mr. Nelson show logo. Or you can head over to Society6 for the other Mr. Nelson store where there again, more articles and apparel and other nice little things with Nelson art all over them. And last but not least, you can head to the Teespring store, the Mr. Nelson shop, where, yes, you guessed it, more Nelson shirts and mugs and stickers and other great cool things of Nelson art, all there for you. So, of course, the choice is yours. The stores are many. So look up Mr. Nelson stores and Mr. Nelson shop at Society6Zazzle.com and Teespring.com. Oh, man, I can't wait. <laughs> yeah, well, don't. And now it's time for The Good Doctor. Previously on The Good Doctor, Dr. Feelgood in a deep, deep depression over the loss of his wife to another woman. He ended up hooking up with a homosexual. A homosexual man, that is. Yeah, well, we'll just leave it at that. Meanwhile, back at the former Good home, where we find Jane Good and house guest Salad Green... 
I haven't heard from Chrissy in over a week. She won't answer my calls. God, I threw away my marriage to be some slut's conquest. I'm just an idiot! So, so, uh, it's really over for you and Phil? <sighs> yes, I've... I've already contacted Sam and Spun to start up divorce proceedings. In the meantime, I need to find a place to live. I'm not going to fight for the house. Well, uh, I've been looking for a new place, and I found an apartment at the Lavender Lodge. It's a bit pricey, but if you want, we could split the rent and, you know, live together. Deal. Meanwhile, across town, Detective Anvilo Hammer questions Mabel Fable about the dead man lying in a pool of blood on the floor of Linoleum Walker's office. Oh, oh my god! There, there, Miss Fable. Anyway, we need to talk to Mr. Walker. Do you know where he is? What? Isn't that him on the floor? No, no. The stiff is Hitman Nickel Time. However, your boss could be looking at a murder rap. But what? Oh, oh man. Oh, jeez. What? Well, no, you're, you're alive. Oh, oh, my God. You're hey, here. Mabel, you're in my chair oh, there. Oh, 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 right. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Mr. Walker. The hell? Uh, not so loud. Mabel, can you get some ice from my head? Oh, jeez. Oh, oh, right away, Lily. So, you were in the men's room the whole time, huh? How come none of you idiot offers didn't think to check the damn restroom? Oh, sorry, boss. So, what's the story here, Walker? Story? Uh, what story are you talking about, Hammer? How come Nickel Time is just bleeding all over the floor? Oh, that. Yeah, that's probably from that bullet hole I put at him after he tried to put one in my head but only grazed it. I guess I got the better shot. Well, thanks for getting to the point there, Walker. Sounds like you just confessed to murder. Murder? <laughs> Get out of here, Hammer. You're not that stupid. This idiot walks in up behind me and tries to shoot me in the back of the head. Fortunately, I turned at the last second and it only grazed me. I was able to pull my revolver and put him down. But I was so badly hurt and seeing weird lights and things, I crawled off to the bathroom and threw up in the toilet and I guess I I passed out in the, in the toilet bowl, face down. Yeah, I'm not proud of that, no, but I tell you, it was... It was something else going on. Uh, nah. Uh, uh, either that, or um, you staged the whole scene. Yeah, you murdered yeah. this guy, and then you wounded yourself to make it look like a believable self-defense play. Forensics will tell the real story. Until then, my client will say no more. <laughs> Spawn! God damn it. You always turn up like a bad penny. Mm, nevertheless, Hammer, I will not allow you to harass my client. Yeah, y'all yeah, need to listen to this. It's important. I, I, I mean, I saw things. It, it, I wasn't dreaming. It was more like, uh, uh what do you call that? A vision. It, it's like I saw the, the back of God's hand. Uh, the whole universe opened up. I mean, you know, it's like, like, uh, Damn it! Oh, it's hard to think with this headache. It, it, it's like, what's the what's the opposite of deja vu? Or no, wait, no, that's not it. It. Ah, oh, damn it! I'm losing it. Hmm. <coughs> clearly, my client has had some sort of mental breakdown, and in just such a circumstance, 
I already have contingencies in place for my client. Here's the paperwork that shows that I have power of attorney over said client. And uh, I'll be having him committed in a psychiatric ward over at Creepington Clinic, where he'll get the care he needs. Uh, damn it, this all looks legit. Uh. Oh, All right, take him over to Creepington, hey. boys. No, what? What? No, no, I'm not crazy. I mean, come on, hey, Mr. Walker. I, yeah, no, come on. It. Don't make this hard on yourself. Get off of me. Yeah, they got no. a nice white jacket Sam for it. you to wear. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh, poor linoleum. Oh, don't worry, Miss Fable. I assure you, Mr. Walker will be in the safest place in the universe. The, the universe? Oh, I, uh, the world, you know, whatever. <laughs> Sorry, it's um, been a long day. Oh, yeah. Later in the night, Linoleum Walker suddenly awakes to find himself locked away in the psych ward at Creepington Clinic. Ah, <laughs> oh, damn it! They did it! They locked me up! Let me out of here! Damn it! Where's Sam and Spawn? You, you, you tell him he's fired! Oh, damn it. Oh, jeez, how the hell did it come to this? You... you mean you don't know? Uh, what, who the hell are you? Oh, uh, uh... Uh, I'm Peter. Peter Potentate. I guess, uh... I guess we're gonna be roommates here for a while. <laughs> but, uh... Yeah, I could tell you... You, you saw it. You, you saw the whole truth and how things really are. I mean, you you were you were talking in your sleep. Yeah, sorry. Uh, it's a small room, so uh, I couldn't help but over here. But uh, and now you, you you're like me. What? Oh God, help me! <laughs> no, no. It, it, I mean, it's hard to focus on it because it's like it's not it, all the stuff in front of you are the distractions, uh, the illusions. But sometimes you get a glimpse, you know, like like it's out of the corner of your eye. And sometimes that's all you need. If you could just get another look at it, you'd see the whole thing, the whole map uh, of what we really are and what we're supposed to be. But they won't let us. They won't let us know. But the doorman showed me. He, he gave me these. It's all right here. All you got to do is read them and it'll come back to you. You'll see what the real truth is. Right there, it's okay, you can borrow them. Uh, if you can't sleep, you know, reading material helps. So, uh, go ahead and uh, knock yourself out there, buddy. Uh, yeah, okay, thanks. Jeez, whatever he wants just to go away. It smells like old milk. What the hell is this? the hell? Comic books. Of course, what do you expect from a Rita? Wait a minute. This, this all looks familiar. It's, uh... Holy crap! This is it! It is? Yeah, I... <laughs> I don't know what he's talking about. We'll just have to sit quietly and wait for the next exciting episode of The Good Doctor. The Good Doctor is a Nelson production, written and performed by me, Douglas Nelson. Incidental music is provided by Kevin McLeod and other public domain sources. All right.
right, we're back, and we're about to turn out the lights and put it into this episode. But first, oh, good I want to once again thank uh, Rob Saul and Mike Croina for visiting the program, and yeah. we'll do that again sometime. Uh, and uh, before we turn out hurt. the lights here, I thought I'd weigh in on this, uh, this uh, spat what? between uh, the president and Amazon. Oh, yeah. You're going down, Bezos. You're going what? down. That's outrageous. He's I mean, outrageous. What, what, what did he ever do? No, that rag Washington oh, Post is just pushing paper. out anti-Trump propaganda every second of the day. Oh, tell yeah, the truth well, there's a reckoning coming, buddy. It ain't coming soon enough. Oh, my God. The way you just roll over for tyranny. Oh, God. You ain't in no position to tell anybody about rolling over. Well, uh, uh, truth be told here, uh, Trump's wrong about Amazon. What? 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 Oh, oh God. God. What? No, God damn it. Absolutely not. No. Give it a rest, Red. I mean, you're finally starting to see the light here. I I mean, you know... I, I always held out hope that there was hope for you yet. Yeah, that's nice, Lefty. Basically, Red, uh, uh, we got a problem here. Yeah, uh, here, I'll read. Uh, the, well, yeah, listen, no, the but, post office is ripping us off. I mean, no. oh, wait, Amazon's <laughs> ripping <laughs> off the post office. No, no yeah, that's not right, right either. Yeah, uh, right. Good Lord. It, the, just listen Jeez. for a minute, damn it. Uh, here's a tweet <laughs> from uh, Trump. Uh, well, it was today. Uh oh. I am right about Amazon costing the United States Post Office massive amounts of money for being their delivery boy. Yeah. Amazon should pay these costs plus and not have them borne by the American taxpayer. That's right. Many billions of dollars post office leaders don't have a clue. Amen. Or do they? Oh, yeah. Yeah, this could be a whole secret thing oh going God. on. Uh, Red, first of all, uh, delivery boys exactly what the post office is supposed to do. What? No, so, they're uh, supposed The fact to that they be... deliver the packages well, that Amazon ships out is uh, really no big deal. Exactly. <laughs> what Boom. they do for everybody. Boom. Uh, Boom. He offers no evidence of the, the of any sweetheart deal. The whole well, rate is the same for everybody else. Well, so this makes no sense at all. Yeah. If he's upset with Bezos over the Washington Post, That's right. he should deal with the Washington Post yeah. and counter well, yeah. whatever erroneous arguments that they he claims they are really? making. Yeah, uh, well, own, that would counter it and prove it wrong. Well, he Instead, can't. He uh, weaponizing government institution and power to do away with your enemies That's, to the benefit oh, of yeah, yourself or so friends wrong. is exactly what Barack Obama did. What? So, uh, yes, oh, I said no, all along didn't. I didn't want a right-wing version of Barack Obama, and I still don't. So, oh, well, yeah, Trump's be? wrong on this one. Well, damn, it's our turn. But uh, no, he is not. right about putting the military on the border. What? Yeah. No, right. no, you got to ruin everything. Damn it. God, you, you were doing so well. The views and opinions expressed during the Mr. Nelson show do not necessarily reflect those held by RadioMisfits.com. So, any complaints and or comments should be sent to at Mr. Nelson on Twitter, where they will be promptly ignored and or blocked. We did it. All right. That's official. 
Now you can stop bitching about it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, thanks. <laughs> yeah. And uh, sorry about Lefty screwing with the uh, technical uh, software yeah. and whatnot. <laughs> of course, yeah. Yeah, he didn't want, he didn't want about my views being heard because he knew they didn't fit and conform. Yeah, it doesn't fit his narratives. <laughs> All yeah. right, guys, uh, we'll do it again uh, next Monday. All right, talk to you then. Yes, sir. Uh, good night. See you later, man.